Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. Liftoff on Apollo 11. Breaking news due to a Freedom of Information Act. Tony Fauci is revealed to be a big fat liar. Something we already knew. Next, standing by the show. What is up, everybody? Jacob Standard here, standing by the show, episode I have no idea. 87? It's something. It is it is in the 80s somewhere, folks. We are back to Brother Brothers show. Um, I hope that intro was not too cringy. If it was, <laughs> mission accomplished. Everybody, welcome back to the show. I'm um, been looking forward to this episode for a long time. For the last couple days, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I am joined in studio, as always, by Joe, my brother. You can follow him at Joe Stanberg. On the Tweety. You can follow me at Jay Standard un- un- underscore the Tweety. Folks, Tweetier, um, the Tweety, the Twitterverse. It's going crazy right now. It's the going insane, um, but we are trucking through. We are we are hanging in there. Um, if you enjoy the show and you enjoy what you're listening to, go support us on the um, Patreon. Join the website. Shoot us some money. Hey, you get you get you get early access to the show because if you're listening to the show on Friday when we're recording it, you're a part of that. If you listen on Saturday, freeloader. Um, <laughs> You could listen a day early if you want to. Sucks to be you. Sucks to be you. And um, you can buy a t-shirt, buy the Standing Brothers Show, Outrun Status in, in Idiots t-shirt. Um, go get that logo on a mug or whatever. And then shoot the show an email. All that will be down in the description below. But, um, yeah, I'm excited for this episode. Joe, how have you been? How, how how's, how's life going? Good. I, you probably noticed that the Joe Show came out on Thursday because... I was a day late recording it because I had things come up, like I said in the show. So uh, it's I, I released it all on the same day for everyone to enjoy. So go go get that a listen. But other than that, things are moving good. I have I have acquired a new place of employment, which is something that I so so needed. So yeah. Um, but yeah. So but I'm excited about that. But other than that, we got to get into this Dr. Fauci and emails. What is it with Democrats and emails these days? Democrats and emails, it's like if it's, uh, you know, Hillary should have should should have shown Fauci how to wipe her servers with a cloth. Yeah, you know? that was a uh, they had you know how people do like those fake um, tweets, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> and um, uh, it was something like Fauci wrote like crap my emails, and then Hillary was like should have returned my calls or something <laughs> like that. Uh, I I I wanted to save it, but I couldn't find it. Um, man, that it's, um, did you wipe your servers clean? Like, like what? With a cloth? <laughs> like what? With a, with a cloth? <laughs> did you bleach your servers? What? With like, with like Clorox or whatever? I'm talking about at this point, what difference what does, does it, it make? make? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, but no, we're going to get into some of these. That's really the only big topic I wanted to mention. So we'll see how long this takes us. Um, but there was a freedom of information act. A FOIA. A FOIA request. Um, that. Someone requested a bunch of emails from a certain period of time from Fauci. I think it was BuzzFeed was originally the ones who got it. It was BuzzFeed, and then the Washington Post got the, the majority of the emails. Yeah. Um, but what is interesting is go back a, go back a few weeks, and the the media narrative on the origins of 
COVID-19 was slowly beginning to shift away. Um, if, if you remember, universally, um, it was accepted and it was preached that this was a, uh, a, a natural phenomenon and this came out of evolutionary um, changes and this thing changed and it went from um, a bat to a human and that, that was the narrative and anything other than that is a conspiracy theory right the whole lab theory the whole thing this maybe would have been a bioweapon or this was this was designed um in a, in a lab um all of that was 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 not allowed to be mentioned all of that was was not not allowed um, ask it not allowed to ask any questions not allowed to ask questions shut up um so much so that there were um rumblings because of a, of a couple of um a couple of tweets and not tweets but a couple of um statements that were given from dr fauci that maybe would have led us to believe that perhaps maybe this was um there was one interview in 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 particular that he was asked do you think that this occurred um in nature and he's like well you know i'm not 100 percent confident on that and we need to go and look at this hold on a second you just went around, and the entire media narrative was that this thing was created in nature, and now you have Fauci saying, well, you know, I'm, I'm not 100% sure. Well, there again, he has taken every position you can have on this virus. Before, he was the loudest trumpeter of saying that, oh, no, it was naturally caused through natural evolutionary whatever, blah, 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 blah. And now it's, oh, well, the, t- the tide has turned, and now people are starting to question this. And, and because Fauci, who can never be nailed down to on anything, he says, well, I'm going to take a position of a, a not taking a position on anything. That way, I never get caught in the crossfires of anything. So it's a very slimy and squirmy way of trying to uh, assert anything uh, of substance because, you know, do masks work? Maybe, maybe not. And then he, you know, later says, "Well, look, well then there's wear two masks." Then the science comes out and says, "Oh, well, there's two masks won't, don't, really don't do anything." And so he's like, he takes every position you can literally have on a single thing. Yeah, he um, so he, he comes out and says this, and then there's more and more information that comes out about this lab in Wuhan, which happens to be, <laughs> just so happens to be. Um, within a block or two of the wet market where they say that this virus came from. From what I understand, it's like 12 kilometers away. Yeah, so it, we, I mean, this is, convenient is a little bit eh on this. And then, of course, we had the the Wall Street Journal article that came out that said many of these people from the lab became ill with a, with a um, pneumonia-like um, virus and symptoms, and they were hospitalized. It was back in November of, 20, of 2019. There were six to nine... Uh, people in Wuhan and then three workers at the Wuhan of Institute of Virology that came down with COVID-like symptoms. So it's a little uh, suspicious. A little suspicious. And um, it, it's a little, uh, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a little fishy, man. Well, do you know where that uh, the theory came from that it started at the wet market? That came from China. That came from the CCP. Yes. They were the ones that said that. So you had everyone repeating... Well, we're just going to take it on good faith that the Chinese are telling us the truth yeah. about the origin of this virus. Yeah, so that that was the narrative going forward is that this occurred in nature. And, I mean, I, 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 could, I could get it. I could understand why. So we have 
um, this this lab, which we do know is doing these um, controversial, dangerous gain of function re- gain of function research. Which, for those of you who don't know what what gain of function research is, so whenever scientists, virologists, um, basically create viruses, modify viruses, make make them do things they're not supposed to do um, that they wouldn't naturally do. Yes, and and what they claim in an effort to um to to do characteristics and to see how these viruses behave in different environments so that way we can be more prepared if you want to it's in a way to assist developing vaccines by that yeah um i i think that playing god with uh, with viruses is, is is um well quite dangerous quite dangerous and the fact that um there's a lot there's a lot of evidence pointing to this thing leaked out of there you also have um, senators like um, Rand Paul, who followed the money, followed the fact that the NIH, which is what is the National Institute of Health in America, which is what Fauci heads up, um, was, was was giving money to a group that was funding these labs, which is doing this research. Um, now, yes, Fauci is not directly funding gain-of-function research, but let me give an example. If I were to... Um, pay Joe's mortgage and Joe were to be cooking meth. Am I funding a meth lab? No, I'm not. But I'm helping Joe financially. You're an accessory. An accessory of that. If you could, I'm not going to say accessory, but but you are involved in um, providing resources for Joe's activities, whether they be good or bad. It's still sketchy. still really looks bad. Then you have um, Zero Hedge, which is a, it is a, they're a, they're a news hub that they, they post articles and stuff, but usually it's things financial. involving in financial, but they do do some, um, some, some world news and some current events on there. Um, they're a little more on the fringe side of a lot of things. I, I happen to enjoy what Zero Hedge writes when it comes to financial. I think they're right a lot of the time, um, but they are um, one of these, um, questionable sources when it comes to the mainstream media, which doesn't mean anything because anything that's not the New York Times or CNN is considered questionable. Um, but they post, they started talking about the fact that maybe this was, um, that this occurred outside of nature and this occurred inside of a lab. And what happened to them? <laughs> Their Twitter account got shut down briefly and, and any mentions of the article were not allowed to be spread. Not allowed. This is, this is not acceptable theory. That happened a little over a week ago. And now, now with this order, we have further evidence to find out that maybe perhaps this was in Fauci's own words. Now, people people may, may, uh, may come out and say, oh, these are doctored emails. No, these are 100% his. This is what he wrote. And this is what... Um, was said now there is a lot of i'm going to link to two zero hedge articles that do a fantastic job breaking this down but there is stuff in here about how how they found four inserts similar to h to hiv in covid um there's a lot of just really really shady stuff that is going on right here in all of this um but the one thing that i really wanted to mention was the fact that um, there was an email that um, was sent to Fauci, and this is from the 
Where was this first one from, Joe? I'm trying to this. I think this is from the from from someone from um the agency that was working with the Wuhong um lab, and um the one highlighted part part here says um one has to look really closely at all the sequences to see that some of the features potentially look engineered. This is this is this was sent to Fauci February first, twenty twenty. So you have people that are looking at this thing and saying, hey, this looks engineered. This looks man-made. This looks like something that didn't happen naturally. So Fauci knew all this. He knows all of this, but still continues to go out there. And and whether he he directly said this came from nature or that this the lab theory is completely false and conspiracy... Or he stood silent and, and did nothing whenever he knew good and well the fact that this was inconsistent. And later in the email, it says that it, it lists a bunch of other um, doctors and scientists. And it says the genome is inconsistent with, um, with exceptions um, to evolutionary theory. So it didn't happen evolutionary. It didn't happen naturally. I'll take it one step further. So... Dr. Fauci sends this email to a guy named Hugh Akolos, who works for the NIH. He is an associate of Dr. Fauci. And here's what Dr. Fauci says. The paper you sent me says that the experiments were performed before the high-gain function pause, but have since been renewed and approved by NIH. Not sure what this means since Emily is sure that, the, that no coronavirus work has gone uh, through the P3 framework, she will try to determine if we have any distant ties to this work abroad. Meaning, what are they doing in uh, in Wuhan or things like this with gain of function? There's a second part to this. Uh, this is uh, from this is from Fauci to this Hugh guy. He says, Hugh, it is essential that we speak this a.m. Keep your cell phone on. I have a conference call at 7:45 a.m. with Azar. It will likely be over by 8.45. Read this paper as well as the email that I will forward to you now. You have taxed and must be done today. Thanks, Tony. He sends him um, this attachment that is titled uh, Barrick. Remember Barrick from when, when, uh, doc, when uh, Rand, Dr. Rand Paul was grilling Tony Fauci on gain of function. And this lady named She, who is a uh, she is the, known as the Bat Lady, at the uh, Wuhan lab who tests the coronavirus on bats. And it's, uh, it's titled Nature, uh, Natu- Nature Medicine, SARS Gain-of-Function PDF. So it's a PDF of what goes on with gain-of-function. So there's no way he didn't know yeah. any of this. He knew all this, stood silent, or actively tried to block and it. And Rand Paul asked the right questions in that when he was grilling him at that hearing about do you are we funding gain of function one way or another is it through a third party are you giving money to someone else and they're giving it to them tell us and then Fauci's like oh well there's nothing there's nothing to see here we don't do that or, or he outright just said or no. just lied or perjured himself so i mean look look no fan of roger stone but roger stone lied to congress and he got arrested pardoned and they and the fbi raided his house is the fbi going to be raiding Tony Fauci? Fauci's house nah. is Fauci going to be arrested and, and tried for perjury? I, don't don't count on it, little <laughs> eight, eight ball. Something else that was interesting. There was an article, not an article. Sorry, there was another another one of these emails. 
Um, I don't know if you remember, Joe, or not, but Fox News ran with a story that said that there was a potential this thing came from a lab. This was back in April 2020. I shared it. I said, ooh, this is a very real possibility. This could have happened. If you're doing these dangerous experiments in a laboratory, it is possible that these things could have broken out. Fox News ran with a story. This was an article. We're not sorry. This is an email. Um, and it's from a guy named Francis Collins who works at the NIH as well. Probably some kind of colleague. colleague. It says conspiracy – the subject says conspiracy gains momentum. And then it links to the um, Brett Bear um, increasing confidence that um, coronavirus started in Wuhan lab. That's the name of the, artic- name of the article. And conveniently, Fauci's response is redacted. So we have no idea what Fauci's comments were to the very first mainstream media story. Fox News. Right Fox there. News. I mean, Fox News is as mainstream as it gets. The Brett very Bear. first one. Brett Baer, as mainstream as it gets. Very first article, very first story that came out about, hey, this thing came from a lab. We think so. Fauci's response is completely redacted. I will link all this in the description so you guys can go check it out and go look at it. Why is this redacted? First of all, this should never even be redacted. He's a public official. He's a public doctor. It's not like he's yeah, conducting he's top in- secret information that would endanger the lives of other people, which is what they would always use to 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 redact information oh, is well, to protect oh, wait, the identity. But maybe they are because they're funding gain of function in uh, in China at the Wuhan Institute. Maybe that's why everything's redacted is to is to protect Tony Fauci from him getting a uh, some kind of tribunal in the future. Um. Again, like Jacob said, why is anything that that and I can understand addresses of people's homes, phone numbers. Okay, that's fine. Personal information. Personal information. That's fine. But your comments on whether or not this came from a lab or if it was natural, we need to know that. We all need to know that. We need to know that if we've been lied to about this whole thing. You've even got people like Jimmy Dore who are questioning this, saying, "Were we lied to?" Now, Jimmy Dore and other folks like him on the left have been very pro-mask and lockdowns and, well, let's follow the science. But now we're seeing everything change. And we're now we've seen Fauci take every position you can have on this. People are, are starting to question the narrative. I just saw something uh, just a minute ago. Uh, this is from Newsweek. Headline, the corona, uh, COVID-19 has forever destroyed Americans' trust in the ruling class experts. You did it to them. You did it to yourselves, folks. You did it to yourselves. And now another thing that I also found interesting is um, Mark Zuckerberg sent Fauci an email, and he was like, "You know, we we want to support you and things like that." I'll send this. I don't have to read the whole thing, but uh, Zuckerberg had two goals that he wanted to do as far as setting up what he called a coronavirus information hub. He said that we're going to put it at the top of, of, of Facebook for everyone, all the people that are on Facebook, with two goals. Make sure that people can get authoritative information from reliable sources and encourage people to social distance and uh, using the Internet tools and things like that. So authoritative sources meaning only Dr. Fauci, only the CDC, only those who have the blue check mark who have been approved by Dr. Fauci. So all the people that have been lying to you about this whole thing from the very beginning. So you see the collusion between Facebook and Fauci and the CDC and all of these folks. And I'm starting to sound like, I'm starting to sound like Alex Jones. But it's all true. Them, all of them. They're all in it. They're all in it together. It's a big conspiracy. Put, get, get your tinfoil hats. But no, it's, it's true, though, from the very beginning because this email was sent um, in March 15th in 2020. 
So from the very beginning, you saw that there was the collusion between Facebook and uh, not allowing any other theories or any other things that were not uh, approved by the by Fauci or the CDC or the NIH or whatever. So it's very interesting that you see this, and it's no wonder people are losing respect or they're losing trust in the so-called establishment or the ruling class media or health. Yeah, so there was another email that came out that was between – I'm gonna, I can't remember his name to save my life. I don't have the email in front of me, but I, I did read it, and I had a lot of people comment on this email. It was between a doctor who works at the, uh, at the Wuhan lab, or he's, he's involved in the NHI. Sorry, sorry. NIH. Yeah, and he was also happened to be one of these fact, Facebook fact checkers who went around flagging posts, taking them down, stuff like that. One of these trusted experts. He literally told Tony Fauci, hey, thank you for discrediting the lab theory. Thank you. While I censor everybody else from this. And then, of course, he puts in the code said, hey, look forward to seeing you later. Like they're going to go and hang out when there's a when there's a, a raging, a pandemic. raging pandemic and lockdowns. Yeah. Yeah. OK, sure, sure dude. Sure. Um, again. We have also have further emails of Fauci incorrectly being misled or misleading others of the mortality rate of this thing, which we have been over this. And I know this is unpopular for me to say the mortality rate of this thing is extremely low to zero for a lot of the population. Even elderly people, it's still very, very low. They said that for COVID, the mortality rate is approximately Fauci sends this in saying that the mortality rate is approximately 2%. For seasonal flu, it's approximately 0.1. Well, do you know how much it is? Do you know what the survival rate for uh, for COVID-19 across all demographics? 99.95. So if the seasonal flu is 99.99 and 99.95 or 995, sorry. Uh, that that's a the pretty big difference to have there, um, but he's they, made that mistake several times. Oh, he has. Yeah. So if you were to take that out, right? Um, if if the, if the thing were to spread spread globally, um, Alex Barons Alex Berenson, if you don't follow him on Twitter, he's the best one of the best people to follow on this. I've mentioned him many many times. Um, he said going by those numbers, if it were to spread globally, you would have over two hundred million plus deaths. Just based on the fact that you're looking at um, anywhere between um, 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 three to three to five percent of people who will die. Now, I, I I am by no means saying that we have like a small amount of deaths or anything like that. That diminishing. Um, not diminishing anything, but I mean we're only sitting at three point seven. It's a it's a big difference from from two hundred million. That's way off. And yes, that's way off. <laughs> But Fauci so, has made that mistake several times, so, speaking about the mortality rate of the whole so, thing. And the reason why he went and advised these, these unscientific lockdowns was because of this mortality rate. Was because of the potential for hundreds of millions of people dying across the world is the reason why he advised people to lock down, shut the economy down, is the reason why. It was because of this, this exact figure. And we know it's incorrect. Johnny Anita's said back in April 
it was, it was, it was before April. There was, I can, I, I will be happy to send anybody a video of Johnny and Anita sitting down with data that was coming out of China, out of Japan, out of these countries where it first got hit. And he went through the data. He went through the, the, the infection rates. He went through the, 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 the certified deaths of this thing. And he came out with, back in March of 2020, a very extremely close respectable number from when this thing first broke out of the of the infected mortality rate and I had that paper we talked about it here on the show whenever he published it Stanford Stanford epidemiologist head of, head of the department not just some Stanford yeah Stanford not just some idiot on Twitter this is a guy who's respected it's a guy who said I I fear that this has destroyed um, faith in the public health community and doctors and scientists who are actually trying to do the right thing here. He was right from the beginning. But because Fauci had this stupid idea in his mind, um, whether 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 he was misled or whether he firmly believed that we had an infection of an infection fatality rate of that high, is the reason why he was advising and pushing for these lockdowns, which we now know didn't save any lives and probably, in fact, kill more people than this virus ever would. So you have all of that. Moving on. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about the emails, and I'm going to give my final thoughts on all this, and, and, and we're, we're going to do like some, some like sentencing. Okay. Remember the 60 Minutes interview whenever Fauci sat down and basically said you shouldn't be wearing masks. Shouldn't be wearing masks. Um, he gave the reason I'm going to give I'm going to give him credit. The reasoning he said why is because in the middle of an outbreak, it might make you feel safe, but really does not provide the perfect protection. You know, you fiddle with the mask it might drop, a, you know, it might stop a droplet or a little bit of spittle, um, but it's not providing the perfect protection that you, that you think you, you need. Um, that has been, um, chewed apart. That has been completely disregarded by himself saying, oh, well, I had to say that because, because if, if if I said go out and buy masks, then there wouldn't be any for healthcare workers. So, so you, so you lied. You, you, you lied. I thought that science was supposed to be based on truth and facts, not based on, um, not based on feelings and not stuff like that, but you know, I, I digress. digress. Yeah. He's not exactly the most the most scientifically um, truthful um, person. Yeah, exactly. So let's take, let's take this from two arguments, okay? I'm gonna take it from my argument and my point of view, and I'll take it from another person's point of view, and I'll show you how it's both how people should both be enraged by this comment, and why both both sides of this of this should absolutely be 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 calling for this man's head. I believe that masks do not work the way they say they work. I I think that masks in um, controlled settings where you're wearing an N95 or a respirator and you are symptomatic and you are ill and you are sick and you don't want to give it to somebody else and everyone else is wearing something of similar quality, in that situation, I could understand them working. If I'm at Walmart, I, I don't. there's no way. There's no way that your little Scooby-Doo mask that, that you bought from from Rite Aid is going to protect below. you the same way, or Five Below, the same way um, that an N95 respirator. Or if you do believe the masks work, okay? We'll go with my example. Fauci said don't wear masks because of healthcare workers, and now he says do. So which is it? I don't believe they work. 
So have they never worked? And you said that because you believe they only work in certain controlled situations. And where did the science for that change? All of a sudden, even though we have decades of data that backs up the fact that masks do not work in public settings and they have never advised ever in the history of this country have advised the mass populations of an entire country to simply mask up for a upper respiratory virus. It's never happened in the history of this, this, of, of this country. So where's the science and where's the data, the studies that happened between that March interview and, and late April, early May, when you told everybody to start masking up, where's the science? Where's the data? Please show us. Okay, if you believe that masks do work and that they do save lives and is simply everybody masked up for six weeks that this thing would go away magically. If you believe that, then why aren't you calling for this man's head? He's he's guilty of murder almost, homicide, an intentional homicide. You tell people that they... That their lives could have been saved because they simply wore something over their face that they could have been saved? Why aren't you calling for this man's head either? He lied. People could have people could have died if masks worked the way they do, the way that you think they do. But no, you hold him up as this as this righteous saint-like figure because uh, I, I guess the media portrayed him as this as this 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 um this Patron counter saint. to Trump. Yeah, he was this he was the man that was fighting against Trump because because Trump's this big bumbling idiot um, when it came to this pandemic. Um, and that he was back there cooking up the vaccine in his in his basement. Okay, we're doing a little bit of my DNA, a little bit of blood. It's gonna be so great. Add some, add some of this, add some of that, add some bleach. It'd be put so the, great. Put that Big Mac sauce on there. Put that, put the Big Mac sauce. That's not how the vaccine was made, by the way. As much fun as that would be uh, <laughs> to take um, Trump. I'll put some of my DNA that way, that way. I'm part of everybody forever. It'd be so great. You have to, listen, it's, listen it's, it is the best genes ever. Yeah. I've got that good German blood. If you believe that, that masks work or they don't work, you have a equal an equal argument to to call for this man's head, to call for his firing, criminal prosecution, all of it. But not only do we have that wonderful um, 60 Minutes interview to go back and look on, we also have an email. This comes from a person named Sylvia Burwell. I have no idea who this Sylvia, Sylvia Burwell is, but this was sent to her from Tony Fauci on February 5th. So, virus is in the United States. This is before the 60 Minutes interview. And this is what Fauci had to say. He said, Sylvia, masks are really for infected people to prevent them from spreading infection to people um, who are not infected rather than protecting uninfected people from acquiring infection. Which... With all the data, all of the RTCs, all the studies that have done, that has been the definitive point. That has been what the science has been. That has been what has been the consensus in the scientific community prior to whenever um, truth and um, logic went out the window January 1st, 2020. That has been what the science has been. It's been masks have been used for source control for someone who is infected, for someone who is symptomatic and to help prevent spread to others. Never have we started masking healthy people, um, assuming that they have a virus that uh, chances are they don't. Um, I can't give you something that I don't have. So I there's no reason to wear a mask. Which is why I've said if you're sick, 
which is where this person is, which what Fauci is referring to. If you were sick, if you were infected, if you're in, if you're in a hospital, and you're, and they tell you to to to, to wear a face covering, because you don't want to infect your nurse. Understandable. I can I can get I can get behind that, as long as of course you're not you know, messing with it and picking your nose and 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 lifting it up and then touching everything else. In that circumstances, I I can get on board with that. He goes on to say. The typical mask you buy in a drugstore is really not effective in keeping out virus, which is small enough to pass through the material. So, I hate to break it for you folks. Either masks work, either these cloth masks, which he is referring to with these masks you buy in a drugstore, these surgical masks, these these masks, these, these cotton ones. The ones that got, you know, Baby Yoda on it or they have your company logo on it. You have the NIH director, the, the, the COVID messiah himself saying that typically they're not really effective at keeping out the virus because it's small enough to pass through the material. Tony, what changed between February 5th and May whenever you said everybody needs to mask up it doesn't matter what it is it doesn't matter if you are wearing a freaking hazmat suit a CDA suit from Monsters Inc a Fallout um, power armor set a, 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 a space suit it doesn't matter you need to be wearing something over your face it doesn't matter what it is because it'll help prevent the spread of this virus whenever in this email you say it, it has no effect he goes on to say, it might, however, provide a slight benefit to keep out gross droplets if someone coughs or, coughs or sneezes on you. Well, that's good. I'm glad that it keeps the little, you know, you know, the sneezes off of me, but I can still get sick. Like, I can still get sick. He says, I do not recommend that you wear a mask, particularly since you are going to a very low, low risk, a low risk location. Your instincts are correct. Money is best spent on medical, medical countermeasures such as diagnostics, testing, and vaccines. Safe travels. Safe travels, best regards. I do not recommend that you wear a mask. So, someone comes up to me and says, Jacob, why aren't you wearing a mask? Whether it be um, public, private, whatever I'm doing. Um, I'm going to point to this email and say, I'm just following the director of the NHA or NIH. the the NIH. I'm just following his regards. Um, the masks that I have, the masks that I am forced to wear, even though um, I, I do wear, I don't wear them 99% of the time because I'm, I'm well over it, um, are what he would consider to be these drugstore masks. So, again, I'm going to ask, and this is for people out there who um, call me conspiracy theorist, anti-masker, someone who's perpetuating this virus because I simply don't want to wear a mask. I'm going to ask you, I need you to find me a study of data point research that went into masks based on coronavirus or any, I'll take, I'll take any, any, any virus that deals with the, uh, the upper respiratory part of the body, flu, anything. I need you to find me a study that was conducted and published in between when this email was sent and whenever Dr. Fauci began advising people to wear masks. If you cannot do it, I'm going to call you out on your bullcrap and all of your BS because it is incorrect and it is untrue. Untrue. Not untrue. It is invalid with science, with how we conduct research, and how we, and how we know to find truth in our world. 
You cannot sit there and say, do not wear a mask, even though this virus has already entered America by this point. You cannot say, do not wear a mask. Don't do it because it won't protect you. It won't provide any protection for you or the other person. Even if that person is generally sick, as he references with, with these drugstore cheap cotton masks. It won't you. you cannot say, don't wear a mask, and then a few months later, based on no evidence, say, this is the science, wear a mask. Or then a few months later, say, oh, wear two masks. Yeah, because, you know, two masks just make logical sense. <laughs> then he later says, oh, well, there's actually no evidence to suggest wearing two does And then anything. the CDC came out and said to wear two masks. Yeah. And then they later had to backtrack because, you know, there's no science suggesting two masks does anything. I'm being serious. I, look, I'll be happy to have a conversation. I'll be happy to do um, to, to talk to talk civilly with people on this. Um, but on this, there uh, there there can be no debate. <laughs> Sorry, uh, that is a Seinfeld reference. On this, there can be no debate. If you cannot point to me a, a data point, a, a scientific point where they actually did real trials and they looked at a control group, test group, you know, an actual scientific study, not not Bill and I saying, look, I can't blow out this candle. Masks work. That's so stupid. Um, that's, sorry, it's not how science works. You don't just simply post a TikTok. Like, okay, I'm going to take my advice from a mechanical engineer on a complete dumpster fire social media site. Yep, th- th- that's, I, the I, am science. The, I am the informed one because I listen to a television host on TikTok. That makes me informed. Well, that's how that's where everybody was getting their information from. It's from the TV. It's from the TikTok. It's from YouTube, whatever. They're not looking into the actual hard data and looking into the science. Um, it's also interesting that uh, so we're all told that, you know, Grand Paul is not a real doctor. He's an ophthalmologist. He deals with your eyes. That's not a real doctor. He's not a real doctor. Not a real okay. <laughs> okay. We'll put that to the side for a second. But it's also true that uh, Dr. Fauci has is in weekly communications with Bill Gates. Now, is Bill Gates a doctor? No, he's not. He's actually quite opposite of being a doctor because he's not a doctor. You can't be any more opposite of a doctor than not, not a, doctor. a doctor. He's a he's a software engineer. So where does he get off advising the world? You see, I, every now and then you see him on CNBC talking about how how we, what we need to do for coronavirus. Dude, you ran a computer company. No, shut up. Why are we listening to you? Stop. So no, you can't lecture me about cheering on Rand Paul, who actually is a doctor. I don't care how he got his credentials. He is a doctor. He's more of a doctor than Jacob and I, and he's sure as heck more of a doctor than freaking Bill Gates. So no, you can't yell at me and saying, well, Rand Paul's not a real doctor, while you're listening to a guy who's taking advice from Bill Gates, who, again, is not a doctor. So it is, it is, a, it is a self-owned, you have thrown yourself off the cliff if you are taking advice from someone who's getting advice from Bill Gates. You are an idiot. You are a fool. It's time for you to take the clown nose off your nose and realize the fact that you have been duped by a guy who listens to a software engineer about for medical advice. You're a fool. But And it's okay to admit that, that you were duped. Like, yes, it's okay. Like, look, look, look. You will get infinitely more credit to say, hey, you know what? I, I was wrong on this. I was lied to. I was lied to. We and, all and were I, lied to. We were all. Everybody was lied to on this thing. You will get. Uh, look, 
I have I, I have no problem nuking. I have no problem making fun of stupid people on Twitter. But if you come up to me privately, whatever, and you say, "Hey, um, I gave you crap for this, and now I know that 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 this was all a lie," I'm not gonna be like, "Well, told you so. You yeah. should have listened to me." <laughs> Welcome to the resistance. Welcome to the. Re- <laughs> no, I'm not the kind, of, the kind of person that I am. I'm not gonna sit there and. And and a curb stomp you while you're down because you because you've came and you've admitted that no. Now, if you're one of those people who refuses to I- in acknowledge the truth and likes to wallow in your own ignorance, oh, then well. we will curb stomp you. Yeah, that, I, at that point, I'm sorry. I'm like finish him. Yeah. Um, at that point. Finish so, him. I, I still. Now that we've seen all this, now that we've seen that that there is there's there's very real evidence, for. The lab theory. The lab theory is all but true at this point. It's, it's all but true. It, it's all but it, we, all, the, only, the, only, the only thing we're waiting on really is. It's just for them to admit it at this. Yeah, point. that's all we're waiting for. It, it's just for this. Just for them to say, yeah, we got this one wrong. Oof, our bad. That's all. That's, that's all we're waiting for. And then with the masks again. I don't think we'll ever get. Um, a true admission from anybody. A true admission from anybody on the masks. I think maybe a couple is... years from now, when all the dust has settled, maybe they'll come out and say that. You know, I did have a conversation. Once uh, everybody forgets about this, I did have a an interaction with um the, with uh, Todd. What's his face? Oh, what's that guy's last name? Anyways, he's a he's a great he's a great libertarian on Twitter, and we was asking questions, and we were kind of going back and forth. And I said, "Do you think this is back in like April last year?" Um. There was a consensus going around between us and the people that what you'll see is people who are pro-mask, pro-lockdown, and people who weren't. You're going to see very similar parallels to the being pro-Iraq war and not. People will try to push that away years from now. Like, oh, no, I wasn't for lockdowns. I wasn't for the Iraq war. No, 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 we talked. No, no, shh, shh. I didn't vote for that. No, no, no. People will try to push that away. Uh, all these governors, these politicians who sat idly by, while of course governors um, and these other mayors um, basically went 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 totalitarian on their on their citizenry, and um, for for what we know now in these emails, um, completely unjustifiable. I can show you study after study that show that there is there is no link between lower transmission rates and lockdowns. There's no link. Um, it's all over the place, which means there's, there's no, there's, it's not consistent. There's no concise proof to prove that lockdowns um, slowed the spread, had lower death rates, lower transition rates, lower hospitalizations, lower cases. There's, there's no link. Um, and I think you're going to start seeing that um, once this, once this is all behind us, if it ever gets behind us, that many politicians will will treat this with kid gloves, just like how if they voted for the Iraq War. That they don't want to be associated with that, or they'll come out and they'll defend that why they did that, and then apologize and say, "Oh, well, it was the wrong decision." Like how um, what was the one? Didn't Biden? Not Biden. Um, someone else. Someone person was running for the presidency. This happens all the time when they run for the presidency. Like, oh yeah, well, you voted for the Iraq War, and they're like, well, you know, at the time that was the thing to do, and and well, now what, looking that's what back, we were told to do. We were told to vote for the Iraq War. Now looking back, it was the wrong decision. We shouldn't have gone. It's like it's also funny how how. Fast, the left became so pro big pharma. Oh yeah. Too how they how all of a sudden they came became so pro you know making sure we stuff the coffers full at the uh, major pharmaceutical companies and how fast they were pro vaccine. 
Um, it's also interesting that, you know, Fauci and others want to push this vaccine, make sure everybody gets it, and then we'll do the testing for the long-term effects and how long this vaccine will actually last later, after everyone has gotten it. Kind of reminds me of something they did with the AIDS vaccine or the AZT. Remember that? Uh, that was the... Th- that was the drug that that they were prescri- prescribing to the all the AIDS victims that was yeah. killing them. Yeah, um, and he was a big pusher of that. Yeah, we'll f- we'll figure out what it does later. Like 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 when they were passing Obamacare, we'll figure it. We'll pass it. Then we'll read it later. Nancy Pelosi, same thing with the vaccine. Just take the jab, and we'll figure out what's in it later. This is the same guy who said just take AZT, um, even though you could probably, um, even though there was, there was other people who were trying to work. Um, to to find treatments and ways that AIDS victims could could survive, um, he just said take the AZT even though it's killing people. Just take it; it's the best thing we have. It's the only approved drug for treating for treating AIDS. Um, again, take the vaccine; it's the only approved treatment we have for this. Don't don't worry about the fact that there might be complications or the fact that you know we only this thing this, this thing's only existed for a little less than a year and we don't know the long term effects of it. Um, don't worry about that. Um, just, just take it. So, there's something, I, something that I need to say. And I need to, I need to clear up, um, and just kind of lay, lay, lay what I've been saying on social media out when I, in, in reaction to this. Um, those of you who who listen to the show and know myself personally, um, I am unapologetically on board for the Governors to Get Mo campaign. This is not a joke. This is not a meme. I'm 100% down with this. 100% endorsing this. I know that Michael Malice kind of started this as a as as a little bit of a joke, but he's not joking either. Um, I recently tweeted out. I said Fauci to get Mo. And again, I'm not joking. I mean this 100% sincerely. And to, 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 to quote Malice, if there's not visible, severe punishment for the governors, for the medical community who stood, who, who stood idly by, if there is complications with this for this vaccine, if this thing was created in a lab and Fauci knew about it and said nothing about it, if all this stuff is true, there needs to be severe punishment. Because if there's not, they'll just do it again. There's no incentive to change if there's not severe punishment. The Gavin Newsom's of the world, the Andrew Cuomo's, the the Gregory Whitmore's, the Phil Murphy's, the Brian Kemp's. I, I'm not look look look. I'm not excusing Brian Kemp from this anything. I know I know that he is my governor. Dude, you told people you were they were unessential, put people out of work, caused destruction to small businesses all across your state, dude. You stood idly by whenever, whenever they, they, whenever you implemented, and many other mayors implemented these strict rules. You stood idly by, dude. Let it happen. Let it happen. Regardless of whatever you think, man, you're, you're a chump. Um, you belong down there with them. I, you don't get to you, listen. You don't get to use, use, use the threat of violence and curfews. And then find out, oh, well, you know, <laughs> whoops, we made a mistake. Yeah. The only, um, the only one we get, can probably make an exception for is DeSantis. Uh, he'd be the only one I would, like, be like, oh, whoops, there's no more bullets in my gun. <laughs> um, or, oh, whoops, we're all out of um, jail cells. Jail cells. Um, Used all the rope. I mean this in the most sincere way possible because the actions of Fauci, the actions of these governors, worked in tangent, worked in community for this and now that we know 
that none of their measures protect anybody and probably, in fact, cause more harm than good. We, we now know this. It is 100% true. Unless any other data comes out, um, this is what the science is. This is what the, the truth is. Um, that there needs to be punishment. There needs to be tribunals. There needs to be um, some type of accountment where, where um, researchers and um, scientists can go back and look and say, hey, Cuomo, these unexplained nursing home deaths, you have to answer for those. That was, that was your call. And I don't care about, oh, well, he was the, govern- the governor and he made a mistake. And No, dude, no, people, people died. died. Fauci lied, people died. Brian Kemp, your actions caused the closure of so many small businesses, the destruction of, 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 of wealth and prosperity for countless amount of Georgians. Do you have any evidence to show us that that now looking back, do you have any evidence to show that this was justified in a trade-off cause? If you can't do that, then I'm sorry, dude. And the same thing should be asked of Trump, too, okay? why did Trump you, as well. Why did you in- invoke the National, Def- National, Pro- National Defense Production Act? Trump is the biggest chump out of all these idiots. For, for keeping Fauci on. Keeping Fauci on? What the crap, dude? Yeah. We, look, myself... Steve Dazers was yelling about this louder than anybody. If if Trump does not fire Fauci, he loses the election, and this is the reason why. I firmly believe he lost the election because of crap like this. Trump should have fired this guy. That look, people. There was a tweet I saw um, about how about how the media was told to trust Fauci and not Trump. Well, now look at us. Trump's the guy that hired him. Trump kept him on. Trump stood idly by and said, "I like Fauci. He's a." He's a great guy. Dude, you realize now that this man, you are going to take the fall for this when it comes to the media, when it comes to the history books, because look, let's be honest, no one's going to get Mo. No. Okay? I can say as much as I want. I can tweet as much as I want. No one's getting prosecuted. No one's going to jail for this. It's not going to happen. But do you know who's going to take, you know who will take the fall from this every single time? Trump. Trump will. Trump has his fair share of blame, Yes. But all these governors have equal shares of blame. Fauci has an enormous share of this blame as well. Well, I love how when he's asked about, well, do you bear any responsibility for the, the negative effects that these lockdowns and stuff have caused? He says, well, I, I'm just a doctor. I'm just making recommendations. I'm not actually making policy decisions. But no, these governors and the president are listening to you. You are guiding their decisions. Of course you are, are bear some responsibility for what happens. You have to bear some responsibility. You cannot sit there and and know your position in the media and know and know your likeness by people, uh, mostly on the left. They call you America's doctor. Call you America's doctor. Call you the. They've uh, got. I mean, they've got. Thank you, Doctor Fauci. Signs through all throughout D.C. You cannot sit there and say, "Well, I'm just uh, like I'm just um, um." Just just an advisor. I'm just an advisor. I gave the example. It'd be like Warren Buffett saying something stupid, tanking the market, and saying, "Oh well, I'm just a, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just one investor." Or Jerome Powell, or in that, in that, that financial example, he knows dang well the way that he is seen. He's the cover of InStyle magazine, the cover of all these magazines. He's this personality, larger than life figure. You cannot sit there and say, "Hey." Maybe you should wear two masks. And when folks wear and when folks wear two masks, it's like, oh well, that's that can't be held on me. Yeah, I'm just an advisor. I'm just a doctor on this. People one. listen to what you say, dude. 
They do. So he's as guilty as all, as any of them. Um, that that I think is the only way that the punishment needs to be so swift and so um, public that no governor is going to be faced with it with a threat that they're going to err on the side of tyranny. They'll sit there and say, "Hey, Newsom is spending his rest of his life in a in a, in a steel box because of what he did. We have this threat, potential threat." I'm going to err on the side of liberty. I'm going to err on the side of freedom because I do not want to end up like this. Now, I understand that that is not an ideal situation because they shouldn't have the threat of being thrown in a box um, for erring on the side of liberty um, because that should always be the default position. Um, When this this thing came out, it, it always should have been, well, this could be a threat. This could be dangerous for some people, not so much for other people, but we have no right to do this. We have no right to tell people how to live their lives I'm in the Constitution where, where, where they're allowed to do what they did uh, last year. I'll be happy to read about it. That's where it always should have been, always should have been from the start. Whether it should have been erring on the side of liberty. Or it should have just been not erring on the side. It should have been just liberty. That should have been the default that position. That should have been the default position. It should have been, well, this could be dangerous. Take whatever precautions you may need to do. And uh, have a great day. That should have been the government response to this. But unfortunately, we didn't get that. Um, Joe, do you have more, any, more, any more thoughts? Anything? I, think, I, think I, I think we've said it all. What do you think? Uh, okay, let's play. Uh, what do you think? Where do you think this goes, though? Do you think anything, anything happens to him? No, I, I really don't. I think that he may or may not get fired from the White House because... At some point, we're going to find out the truth one way or another. It may be, you know, by the end of the year, it may not be for another 10 years. Who knows? But we will find out. And by the time we find out, no one's going to care because we will have moved on to the next thing, whatever that is. It'll be kind of like um, the Hillary and uh, like Benghazi. Yeah. It's like, okay, this is is years in the past. Does anyone know what Benghazi is about? Like, like, why are we here? Yeah. Um, I think he'll get called before Congress. And then again, I mean, look. They have a very select um, um, view, a very select way that they um, prosecute perjury. Um, I mean, James Clapper straight up did it. We all know it's a lie now, and he's fine. Yeah. Um, John Brennan also lied. Um, he's just, you know, he's making his his rounds on C- yeah. on MSNBC. Oh, oh, but they'll go after folks like uh, Mike Flynn and, and, and others. And Roger Stone. And Roger Stone. They'll get those guys. Yeah, but... they'll have no problem getting them yeah. on perjury. Yeah. Um, but Fauci will have no problem with perjury. Um, but folks, episode of the show. Thank you so much for listening to the ranting, the raving of this. I hope you guys enjoyed it. All the links to this will be in the description below. Guys, go check out Joe's show. Yes, please do. Check out check out Joe's show. We'll be back here on Monday with a brand new episode. So I hope you guys have a fantastic weekend and take Listen, it uh, easy. Roger, Clint, we copy you on the ground. You got a bunch of guys about to turn blue. We're breathing again. Thanks a lot.